Why he fighting fighting this? Why? What? 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 What, what is his goal? Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Yo, welcome back to another episode of the Immigrant Section. It's your boy Abbas Wab saying. Howdy. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, first things first, scroll down. Go to store.abosswab.com and check out the new merch shirts, hoodies, and shit. I was going to say this in the middle, but fuck it. I'm lazy. Whatever. Off the top. Check that stuff out. Designed by two Toronto artists, Back to Basics and jo- Joshua Dekukas. Or Joshua Dekukas. Whatever. You know what I'm saying, Joshua. But either way, check that shit out. And enough of all that. With me today in the studio, one of Toronto's finest comics and one of the original guests of the immigrant section, Tamara Siobhan. What's poppin'? Yes, yes, (laughs) (laughs) y'all. It's been so long. Yo, you were, I think, episode like six, seven, or eight or something, back when I had it at much. Back, yeah. remember you met me at in the middle of the night next to a corner. Yeah, when you're like, come meet me at midnight. Yeah, on a Monday. I was like, what in the Cinderella is happening right yeah, now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. It's you know been what? a minute, though. That day was the day that I realized I was having a good time. I had done a bunch of like M that weekend. It was right after Pride because I had those Pride nails. And I got heat stroke the day after. After the podcast or? Yeah. So... As a result, because like you didn't sleep well, or like it's just a coincidence. It was just a coincidence. Okay, okay. okay. But I, re- I always equate that time with when I got heat stroke. You're like, it's the fucking podcast. That's why I don't do podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah, it fucks it, with my head. It was too fire. <laughs> <laughs> you literally waited till I drank something. Before. I'm gonna make this motherfucker choke. <laughs> it was too fire. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. You literally show up. Talk to my girl as I'm setting up, and I hear the conversation from here. I'm like, fuck, I'm not going to be able to top that. <laughs> like, you guys are getting into the nitty-gritty. I'm like, yo, save that shit. Damn. Yo, but she, she's so easy to talk to. I know. I know. That's why I'm with her. You know, That's why Fair it enough. works. That's why we're with her. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That's <laughs> it. You're not leaving after this. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hang out. Yeah, this yeah, is where yeah. I live now. There's like, tacos after They're this. making tacos? I'm like, okay. So. We invited her into just a loving home of tacos and podcasts. I was like, welcome. She doesn't want to leave. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's going on? I overheard you. You've had like, I remember having you on the podcast and we talked about whatever. we. Ta- I don't even remember. It was years ago. But now that I overheard you with my girl talking, you bet you've done like aggressive sales You've done like eight things that you were like, I was top this. I was like, what the fuck? How come yeah. we never, uh, and you never said that shit to me. And I never even heard it on stage. I do have some jokes about like all the shit that I, like I, I cheers, have. Cheers, by a, the way. Cheers. Yeah, we are drinking. Ooh. The sun is up. Ooh. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever heard you say that, but I could see you. Comedians, we got that. It's easy. You're funny. People like you. They want to buy from you or whatever. Sales is rough because you're, when you're good at sales, you hate it. Right, because you're so good at it, people love you, but you have to really love your product, right? And then you also have to want to do it all the time. It's not like comedy where it's like fun. It's something where you're doing it for the man, and then you're like doing it for the corporation, and you're like, do I really care about fiber optic internet like that? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't. You, you know? care about the money at the beginning. But I was working. Yeah, I care about the money. The money's nice at the beginning. You're like, fuck whatever I'm selling. This is nice. Well, that's the whole thing. I can only sell things that I actually believe in. So, but you, you're saying that like you tried to sell stuff that you don't believe in and were successful, but said, fuck it. Or you just can't sell shit you don't care about. I was successful. But yeah. then I realized like when I started getting phone calls, being like, this doesn't work. And I was like, true. 
Like zero commitment at cause like you don't care about like you couldn't give a fuck less essentially. Yeah, it's just like well, this I is when it's internet or something where it's like you know the the average person's getting screwed to begin with. Well, they're like it's not I'm not getting it in my attic. I was like okay. Yeah, yeah. Do I look like an account manager or do I look like a sales representative? You know what I mean? That's another person's job. That's so fucking. It, it is that cutthroat, dude. Yeah, it is that cutthroat. They'll be like, that's yeah. You're gonna have to talk to yeah. Let me just uh, click this button and transfer this problem so I can never hear of it again. Yeah, they're like oh, but like you said, you you met my kids, you know my wife. We made you dinner. I was like, yeah, and that was a beautiful day. <laughs> it's like a bad breakup. We dated for two years. This internet sucks. Yo, it is what it is. Yeah, sorry you can't get on Facebook, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have, you, have you tried Craigslist? Should have you tried the library? They got free internet, baby. <laughs> That's so funny. But did you ever sell anything where you were like, you love selling? Um, No. No, never. No, I mean like comedy shows and stuff. I love selling that shit. But like in terms of actual products, no, I I can't say that I did. Because you're not involved in the create. You're not like involved emotionally in any way, no. in, unless it's the thing. Like comedy is the truest form of like expression. So you're like, I just am selling people on coming here so we can just do the thing. Yeah. But it like it can't be like I love bikes so i'm just gonna fall in love with selling it's like that and even if you do that shit lasts a month or two months right and then you're just like i don't give a, you're fuck. Like, I don't give a fuck about this bike <laughs> like, i thought i liked it there's better bikes fuck there are better bikes you know what i'm saying that's that's the whole thing like i sold like lead management tools for car dealerships for years Le oh my god <laughs> i i almost fell asleep lead <laughs> management tools did you guys just call them lms or like it lead was, management it was called torque and I oh, worked for uh, like. Of course, it has to be some sort of car thing. Yeah. Horsepower. And I only worked with like companies in the states from Canada, so it was like really fucked. And I'd have to get on like these like meetings with people and be like, "Here's what we're gonna do." What is lead management tools? It's basically like how to get more people into. Oh, your leads. Like like gotcha. actual leads. sales leads. Yeah, sales gotcha. leads. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm talking like. See, I'm talking like I was a part of yeah, the. Yeah, you fucking got the cult. jargon. Yeah, you were in. I thought you meant like this. This. Organizes management like the leadership, but no, no, no leads that makes to way more sense. It's like managing your leads, sending out like instead of because they used to sell out flyers, like send flyers out and do all that stuff. I'm like, there's a different way to do it, and I'd like, pitch them on it. And I was like, why am I doing this? <laughs> Sales is one of those crazy things that can take an average Joe to the peak of like it's one of those few things that, like, sure, you may not have been born 6'11, and like, like those guys that. All those dudes that end up being high sixes, they're like, okay, I'm in the hood. I'm growing fast as fuck. All my family's tall. This is a way out. Let's play basketball. Let's right. get good. 100 free throws a day, right? And you fucking 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> <You, laughs> so right away, you know, effort is pretty much like, what's the point? Right. Sales is one of those things that like all those sales has a, fun, it has a funny like thing. It's like you go to the top of sales and then you do motivation. How many people have done that? Yo. Where they go to the top of their thing, real estate, car, whatever it is, and now I'm going to tell people how to sell. I'm going to have seminars on how to sell, which makes me more money than selling because this is the new thing. It's literally like that's exactly what it is. It's like when you're a construction worker, right? There's yeah. so many construction workers in the family, no big deal, and then someone becomes 
whatever those people are, like the like the foreman, and yeah, then the, they have the yeah. business, and then they go all the way up. It's like it's one of those things where you could just be like no education. Yeah, it's just the exposure in that industry. Yeah, could take you like to net worths a hundred times what doctors are. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and then you end up at Madame Homes getting strippers while you're on site. Remember that shit? Well, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that guy had a heart attack, apparently. That guy had a heart attack? Apparently, they beat the shit out of it. Like, I never even looked at this uh, story again, but the kid that was new to the construction site that recorded it yeah. and posted it, put it online, which is like this, like, it's standard playground rules to not do that. What he's, are you doing? He's the 5'5 five, five one in the family. Yeah, right. <laughs> All these tall motherfuckers are going down. Yeah. Dude, they beat him to a pulp, apparently. With a crowbar. Oh, I didn't even know about that. That's <laughs> hilarious. That's a Simpsons episode. Like That's mob shit. With a crowbar, they broke, apparently they broke his collarbone yeah. and like. Yeah, which is like the collarbone's a, r- a rough one. Like he, I re- The ribs and the collarbone apparently are like, I don't I've, know. I've never broken a muscle. or uh, a I've, muscle. I've bruised my ribs playing rugby. I played rugby for seven years or something. Um, and I bruised my rib and I was like, this is literally my nightmare. But like to break breathing your is painful. I've heard, when and you... it already is for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to walk up the hill to your house, and I was like, "This is an Olympic sport." My house is on a fucked up hill, like the type of hill that I don't even attempt to bike up it. As soon as I get to the bottom, I get off of my bike like a good Samaritan. And you walk it up, and I walk it up like a fucking like soldier, you know, just up. Yeah, it's it's nice. really steep, like San Fran steep. Yeah, Fuck I was it, like, though. what's going on right now? But And I'm like in this like, this this material doesn't breathe. You know? Yeah, like, yeah, I know about that life. I had to do like a deodorant touch-up when I got here. Yeah, I didn't even know about that. I love the honesty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, so I've done sales a bunch. I've worked a lot, like do a lot of stuff with like, you know, sports journalism. Yeah, um, that's another thing I ever, like. Yeah. So that's something more like you, you this was the last thing. Yeah. Or this is current. This is right now. This okay. is happening right now. So what and do you do? Like you write, you watch a game and you write a thing for them? I work with the stats department. So basically I work with like the nerdiest people that yeah. only know like sports, like only know football in terms of like. Oh, they're always chewing gum and just clicking a pen, right? Yeah. They, like 40 on the over. 40 yeah. on the yeah. Literally. Yeah. And then I take what they're telling me and I put it into like words for humans. I could just be like, you, you just whatever they say. Like, yeah, yeah, just, just email it. Just. Just send it in a PDF. Yeah. Hey, Tamara, just 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 email it all, okay? Just yeah. And then I have to like take that, interpret it, and then put it into like layman terms, I guess, for people that are like, "What the fuck happened in this game?" Like, give me an example of the last thing you did. The last thing I did, like the main. So basically, you'd be watching a game. You know, yeah. okay, basically. What sport, by the way? Football. Okay. So you know those stats that come up like out of nowhere while you're watching a game. It's like, and he's caught the ball forty-two percent of the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. They do that in their head. They already know that stuff. I take those stats and I put them into like based on how many times he's done this. This is this is his ratio of when he does it, and this is why this person's a better quarterback than this person. Oh, like I'll break it down in like real terms. Damn, yeah. and you have like you truly love. Football. I love football. Okay. Football's like my jam, dude. That's Grew up, like, fucking watching sick. football my whole life. My dad was a huge football fan. Um, and so, so here's a question. Every time I run into people like you that are like, they love it. They know it all. I'm like, how are you not rich off betting? Like, is it, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, is it just not predictable? I'm not allowed to bet. But you can, you can go into a convenience store and bet. What do you mean? How can you not bet? Well, oh, because you have access to stats. Yeah, it's in my contract. That oh. I'm not, it's frowned upon. But you can't just whisper in a friend's ear, like, here's a hundred dollars. Go to that convenience store, I, buy this pro line lineup or whatever. 
I could, but can you trust people like that? Gotcha. Like, but, I mean, I, I did bet last year, me and Paul. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's been on the podcast. Thompson. Paul Thompson. Yeah, yeah. Shout out. I got to have him back on. Yeah, he lives I, with Conrad now, huh? I, buddy, I went there. I was, I was, I, I was at Paul's house. Also, who's been on the podcast? All, all of Toronto's, half of Toronto's been on this podcast. I was at Paul's house when he moved in the first day, watching him try to put together his bed. I was so stoned and so drunk. Black like, Zeus's bedroom for four years or something. Yeah, crazy. It, it's the the history continues. I'm like, should I move in? Like, what's yeah, going yeah. on? Right? Like, we don't really have another room, but we, we, I mean, we can talk. But no, like we we bet together last year, and like. I you some of it's up to chance. When right? you weren't contractually locked out, I was, I okay. was, but it was. I was a, trying to save you. It was there. no, but it was a really like, no. I was. <laughs> it was a week that you couldn't have predicted anything. Gotcha. It was a week right before you got to the wild card week, so it was like really intense. What's the wild card week? Wild cards like all the people that like teams that like you don't know what's gonna happen. Well, yeah, they're teams that could make it into the playoffs. Okay. Only if they win that game. Gotcha. So it's like the, all the people that are the rejects from the actual playoffs. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it's like. They have one more chance to make it into the playoffs. Gotcha. Those are called wild cards. Yeah. yeah. They're just like desperately. You don't know what's gonna happen. And yeah. They, and and if they're if they lose, they're out out. They're out out. Yeah. Like, okay. So it's like teams that would end with like seven seven. They won seven games, lost seven games. Gotcha. Okay. And if they win their eighth game now, do you with, make the most money with wild cards? You make more money because the stats are like, the the spreads are crazier. Okay. Right. So it's like when there's more risk, you make more money. So obviously, of course, okay, like with with everything in life, essentially. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. like if if like back in the day, if you're betting on the Patriots, right? Oh, now yeah, yeah. And, and now it's like nothing. You make nothing because they're yeah probably gonna win. Yeah, but back in the day, now it's different, right? But yeah. like now it's like when they were like fifteen and zero. If you're like, oh, they're gonna go sixteen and zero, you're gonna make like five bucks. Gotcha. Okay, but if like okay. the Giants, if you're like, oh, the Giants will upset the Patriots, which is what happened, you you would win like five hundred bucks. A bigger payout. Yeah, like like Golden State with basketball for those years yeah. would have been you would have made nothing on them because exactly. they just keep winning. Yeah, but if you're like the Raptors are gonna beat Golden State, you, finals, whoever bet on the Raptors from the beginning of the season yeah. is probably like a thousand times their money. Probably. They're in they're in Morocco. Like, yeah, 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 they're, they're gone. Living, they're living. They've in checked a, out. Yeah, yeah, they're done. That's fucking awesome. Do you bet on sports at all? I don't. I was in a pro line commercial, so a lot of people ask me this shit. <laughs> As if they looked at their most serious gamblers and were like, this guy's got a problem with gambling. We need to put him in this commercial. Who's lost their house? Yeah, get, yeah, yeah get right? Get him on this commercial. Well, we got these six guys. Which one was this commercial ready? Uh, but no, I don't. But Because I don't know sports like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'll watch football. Basketball is probably the most one I know and I barely know it. Just because, like, it was never on in my house. We never had that channel. Nobody <laughs> in my house. Nobody in my house was watching sports like that. You know what I mean? So it's like... A yeah. lot of people I know grew up. Sports was in the house. Yeah, they're watch. They're with their parents watching the game. Their parents, ah, oh, damn you, fucking sons! And you're like, sons, bad. And like you learn. Yeah, I. It was not like that for me at all. So like, I just kind of know at surface level. But when I meet people yeah. like you, in my mind, I'm like, bro, they have all the fucking. They have all the data. They and, should be like, and all the dads. Yeah, right. <laughs> like they should be cleaning up. Like bet wise, but then again, like it's, it's so probably not that simple. It's, it's like so unpredictable. It's like Vegas at the end of the day. Well, Vegas is such a like manipulative system, but like yeah, like it's just you never know for sure, but you have an idea. You really bank on like upset sometimes. I always go for the underdog. Like I love an underdog story because it's just funner too. Like yeah. I, I'll tell you this though, by the way, that I have bet on a couple fights and games. Yeah, just to just to bet. A couple of my friends were betting, so I could the way they were betting, I could just get in on that. And man, does that change how you watch that game? Yeah, wow, that's the thing I realized the first time I put money on a game. 
now I realize people like swinging and hitting someone or fighting after a thing. I get that. I'm like, they had money on the line and they lost. That's what, when you see crazy emotional shit happen, they lost money. People betting that much though is worrying to me. You know what I mean? Like, it's like when someone's like, I put $500 down on that game and hopefully I, if I win, I'll be able to pay my rent. I'm like, are you that that shows a that shows a fundamental problem of thinking. <laughs> That's why it's so concerning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like, people will be like, now, <laughs> like they'll, they'll like, put they like, I put everything in my in my bank account into this game. I'm like, why? Like that is the most because gambling is like a fucking alcoholism. All this shit will take people like heroin. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'll yeah. take people like heroin. Like I I have only seen depictions or have only heard crazy stories. Thank God I don't have any friend who's like, you see him trembling at the thing and he can't stop fucking, bro, that's it. You lost everything. Just give me $100. I've never experienced that, but I've heard stories of people like going one after another of the friend and pulling them aside, borrowing money from their ATM. And like oh, just buddy. crazy gambling addiction How about stories. the people that see the, see the games going bad halfway through on their bet and then they put in money at halftime against themselves? And they're like, well, either way. Just I'll, to try to average it out. They're like, oh, either way, I'll get it back. I'm like, but like there's you lose on every one. Yeah, you just keep losing because there's also like a point spread in um, football. Explain that. So like you can bet like on a team to win, which is dope. Like this team or this team, which is the way that I would suggest everyone. If you don't know how to bet properly with sports, how you bet, especially football, then there's point spread where it's like they're gonna win by two points. They're gonna win by five. And you points. make more money the more descriptive you yeah. get. Yeah. Because their chances and your likelihood plummet. Yeah. Okay, so, so point spread is where people fucking just lose money like crazy. Oh, it's it's brutal because you could win all of your <laughs> you could win all of your picks, <laughs> but you could lose all of your points okay. so, and, and, and lose then, money. So then you just lose. Okay, because it's like oh yeah, Denver won, but they didn't win by five, so now I lost six hundred dollars. That's crazy. <laughs> but if they won by that, you'd make like grand. Yeah, right? that's what I listen to a podcast where they're always talking about spreads, spreads, and I'm like, fuck, this just. It's enticing. I feel like I would have that gambling thing. Like another time, a birthday of mine, my friend took me Niagara Falls Casino. First time I was in a casino. First oh, time I had boy. money in a casino. Oh, no. And I remember they all just put in their pockets. Collectively, they gave me about $250. And I lost almost all of it within like 20 minutes of roulette, yep. right? And then my one friend started like betting correctly. And I just started following what he was betting. Yeah. It's all luck. Yeah. But you're like, this guy is fucking, he, he's hot. You know what yeah. I mean? So I started betting. And I got, I started with 250 and by the end I was at like 240 or 230 and I've never felt like such a winner. I'm like, this is like sickness. I literally am, I've lost money, but I was so down that emotionally I'm so high back up. It's like a roller coaster. I've lost money, yeah. but I like, it's like a, th a ride of thrills. I'm like, this is fucked. It, it, it's so fucked. And the crazy thing about it is that like, you go like people, you know, the people in Niagara, like I took an Uber when I went to on a girl's trip and there's an Uber driver and I was like, oh, we might go to the casino later. He's like, oh, I put myself on the list. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, you can put yourself on a list so that you ban yourself from the casino. Oh, because you have uh, you have uh, addictive tendencies. Yeah. He's like, I lost my wife. I lost my car. I lost my house. Jesus, you should have put yourself on the list earlier. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, and then I put myself on the list and like now. You know, and I'm, I found God. <laughs> like, truly, like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, people, like, it's so weird. Like, for me people to lose themselves to this shit, you hear yeah. the stories all the time. When people like buying a lottery ticket, I'm like, mm, do I want a coffee? Or I'm like, I can for sure get a coffee. I can't for sure get that five dollars back. Like, you know, I know, I know. It's a, and what's funny is like, 
So often I'm in line at a co- at a convenience store, and most times people are buying lottery in front of yeah. me. Yeah, almost. I'm the only one not buying lottery. So at some point I'm just like, I mean, it's like a cheap. It's like an adult. Like you pretty much graduate from candy to lottery. Yeah, like a, it's adult candy. It is five bucks. <laughs> I've won some good money <laughs> you know off lottery I mean? like, though. Like I've like bought a five dollar ticket, and I've won like you know eight hundred bucks. Like off like three cherries or whatever the fuck. No, the like just card? like a just a quick pick Lotto off Max. Sports. Who cares? Oh no, off numbers. Yeah, just off like numbers off like six forty nine Lotto Max kind of thing. But the thing is, if you keep buying, you lose in the long run always. That's like the the stats of it. Yeah, at this point, I've broken even. But that's know? pretty sweet though. <laughs> I I, I if I was in your shoes, I would stick to football betting. Like yeah. simplistic, like pro line, and not to push pro line because I've already done that enough. They haven't. <laughs> They're not listening to this and, and to get, giving me new recall checks and shit. But uh, Proline and a lot of these gambling, you gamble on like a series of games to win. Yeah. Like these guys will win, then they'll win, then they'll win. And you keep multiplying your money if you're correct. And like the guys I know that have made like eight grand off stuff, they always do that. They don't do this point spread thing, which I, I just learned right now. <laughs> yeah. Because point- they'll be like, bro, I called five games. And and I and, and they'll always say shit like, and man, if I called that seven, it would have been 30 grand. And yeah. I knew those two. That's what I was going to say. I know. That, they always say that. A, they always <laughs> knew. That, bro, I, that's what I would have called. I just didn't want to push it with seven. Right. That's constant. I like. I will play. I, like last year, I can play like you know, pools or p- pools is like where you just like are like you just pick a blackout like team to win. Like this team's gonna win. This team's gonna win, and you have to choose other teams that you can't bet on, right? And you want to choose. The, I'm I'm basically just telling people how to bet right now. Uh, you but- know, I I <laughs> love this. I didn't know all this. I didn't know what spread was, and I didn't want to Google it. I wanted someone to explain. It to me. <laughs> the you fuck know, is point spread? But you want to choose the most unlikely duos. Like if you choose like. Really but big doesn't rivalries. that mean chances are you gonna you're gonna lose? Because they're yeah. unlikely. Yeah, the chances are you are gonna lose, but chances are you'll win big if you win. You'll win big if you win. So like what? Give me an example. So like if you were to choose a game that nobody cares about, like say you were to cho- like last night's game was crazy. Like you know you have um, the Rams or like you have like Las Vegas and Jacksonville, right? And so you're looking at that. And then by the end of the game, I was watching it. I almost bet on that game as 27-27 going into overtime. I'm like, this is so much anxiety. Like, fuck that. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's a great game to bet on because it's going to be really good. And who you choose, if you choose it properly, you're going to make like 500 bucks on that. Fuck. But it's all just educated guesses at the end of the day, right? Yes. All of it. Yeah. Like how much actual ref bribery shit is happening in football? I mean... Like I, that, that, that scandals that, because like I said, I haven't paid attention to football, like for sure you have, but does once a year, once every two years, or is the NFL never being like, this ref caught bribery? It's not like soccer like that, where like people are like really like, this person's cheating, but Vegas really sets it up so that you think something's going to happen that won't. Like their spreads will be so insane that you're like, someone's being paid off. Like the team that you know is going to lose, they'll be like, they'll win by 10. They try to manipulate the system so that people bet in a different way so that Vegas makes the most money. Oh. So, like, everyone kind of has a gut feeling of which team is better. Yeah. But Vegas will say the worst team is better to f- skew things, essentially. They'll skew it by, like, p- the spread, by, like, the team. Yeah, they'll do that, and they'll make it so it's, like, you think you might, you're you fucked up. Like, you think that you might be wrong. You second-guess yourself. Yeah, you're like, wait, but... I'm watching these games and I think that I know that this and they're like, well, the other team's supposed to win by seven. You're like, what? And then you start double double guessing yourself like, 
maybe they will win. Maybe I should switch. And then you switch it last minute. And Vegas is like, ah, go fuck yourself. Like, and it's what, what you originally <laughs> thought. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. This has been happening forever. Forever. Vegas. They just, just to, cause they move the market, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Like this is what it'll probably be. Yeah. Like who decides that when they set those numbers, their commission sets it or who, who? a bunch of white men in suits. Yeah. Like New York and you know, Vegas. They got a black they, guy recently. <laughs> I'll admit. <laughs> yeah. New York yeah. and Vegas. They really like, they're there to help you, but they're also there to hurt you. Yeah, they're there to make money, first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. As in, like, everything. They're like a comedy club. Yeah, they like, need to sell drinks. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And put asses in seats. Yeah. I don't care how funny you are, but yeah. if you're not going to convince asses to come sit in these seats, Yeah, they're going to convince you that someone that's is a headliner that isn't, but they're going to get you blackout drunk, and you're going to be like, that wasn't so bad, and they're going to give you shitty fries, and you're going to walk away being like, I just spent $200, and be like, we made $6,000. Like, and what, they're like, art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the power of art. <laughs> You're like, you weren't even involved in that at all. Literally. Yeah. Well, we make sure the stage is cleaned every week. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like Through the tears of comedians. Yeah, right? Like, truly. Oh, did you hear Norm MacDonald died? I. Oh, my God. Okay. Rest in peace, Norm MacDonald. Rest in peace, Norm. It's that really... dates this episode, by the way, but uh, it is what it is. Like, um, very sad. Super sad. One of Toronto, the best to ever do it. Sorry, not Toronto, but uh, can- Canadian, American and Canadian, but the Can- now that he's dead, the Canadians will be like, fuck, he was ours. Like, you know what he I mean? He was like, ours. One of the best to ever do it, honestly. But battling, battling um, cancer Private, for nine years privately, which is like so that means like sixty one. So that's what fifty. Fifty two. That's a crazy a time, time to get cancer. I find that comedians are very prone to getting diseases and like dying early because of how much we ruin our bodies for like a long Drinking, time. Drinking, yeah. But I mean, sixty one. That's not a long time to live. It's not, but it's definitely not like a you know a twenty six year old or a twenty seven year old, or a twenty or thirty five or whatever. It's six. Once you hit your sixties, I'm like ah, you know what I mean. Like I'm I'm, I'm saying rest in peace and everything. All yeah, that. I'm, no. I mean in general. Yeah. But like I don't have that feeling of oh fuck too soon or too early, unless they're in their fifties. Once yeah. then you hit the sixties, I'm like okay, that's that's that's. That's I, the run. That's the low end of the spread. You know what I mean? But like, to not even be able to retire. I, I mean, he he's probably he's, he's done three decades, if not three and a half decades of, and two of those decades were like top guy. Yeah, you know what? And that's a thing to be on your prime for that long, to be in your prime for so long, and then, but it just sucks, right? Because it's like who? It's fucking sad, but I mean, that's how it goes, right? I mean, they're all they're. Uh, Richard Pryor died in his forties or fifties. Uh, yeah, actually, did he, did Richard Pryor make it to sixties? I don't know, but uh, but it's just it's the amount of like you know the yeah amount what of you do the ride show. you take while yeah. you're in this earth the 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 fucking the what you put your body through right it comes out a toll right but sixty one yeah that's a good life that's a good life he reached the top he's a legend you yeah. know and I was think I was just driving today after I heard this my buddy texted me he said it and I was like. Man, that's a fucking cool thing about comedy because it's like when your uncle, your aunt died or, you know, God forbid your mom or whatever, all you have for the most part is memories and like right. and photos. Mm-hmm. But like when an entertainer you really love died, you have their whole body of work there. Yeah. Now it's like locked in concrete. The, the artist only truly becomes the artist upon death. That's the it's weird so thing. so weird, right? right? Like I never got into MF Doom till the second I heard he died. When I heard he died, I, know. I went fully into his discography. But because there's something about like, 
You ever watch a show, uh, like a show everyone's watching? Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm stacking the episodes. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sta- I'm not going to watch episode after. I'm going to wait till the whole season's done or something. Then I'll watch it, right? Yeah. It's, we kind of do the same thing with the artists where it's like, ah, oh, they're still making stuff. I'll catch up on this shit. And right when you're dead, you're like, fucking fully envelop yourself in their whole work. but And it lives. It lives on. Now they're like legend status. I feel like that's what happened with Mac Miller too. I've loved Mac, Mac Miller, Miller the exact same, And me too. And then everyone's just like, oh, Mac. And I'm like, no, you don't understand how much of a talent we just lost. Mac Miller is like, he is someone that I am like, this is the only person I can look at that could roll with just black people. Like, I feel like he really could. He really. I feel like he really did. I he mean, really a lot did. of his, like, uh, I think he was from Philly or Pittsburgh? Pittsburgh. 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 A lot of those early music videos, you could tell most of his friends were black, but I fuck with Mac Miller big time. I fuck with Mac Miller more than MF Doom, I'll admit. Yeah. I was one of those bandwagon. When MF Doom died, yeah. I was, like, already into Doom because I knew Doom was, like, this underground god. Yeah. So I listened to some stuff, but it was like, whatever. This is, like, eclectic crazy, right? Yeah. But when he died, I really got into it and then fell in love with the thing. Yeah. But Mac Miller, I've been bumping for, like, a decade before he died. I'm like, right. damn, man. It really hit, right? Damn. It really like dude. Nike's on my feet. Like I'm just like, yo. Like remember listening to your first Mac Miller but song? Swimming, man. Like swimming when you listen was to that, so good. When you listen to that album, though, but but when you listen to that album, he's depressed as fuck. Yeah, that's the sad part. Like even the fucking final Instagram story he has. Yeah, is like of him playing the record of his final track yeah. in that album, Swimming, and it's always like it's not 2009 like, anymore. Yeah, yeah then, exactly. But then it was. Exactly. So it makes it really fucked. And I, there was that, uh, what is that, Small World? Yeah. The world is so cold, but... Yeah. He's like, I'm, uh, ah, fuck, I forget the line, but he goes, I'm almost slipping, like, uh, like I'm losing a finger. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm, I just got to remind myself, like, he's falling, and he's in a dark place of, like, he's probably, he was ended up being fentanyl, didn't it? Yeah. Fentanyl which is, coke. Which is really bad right which now is everyone, the Everyone's dying from that. In the States, it seems like it's, like, there's one really bad batch yeah, going K- on. Kate Quigley? Yeah, which is like, I, I, I wrote to Kate and was like, yo. Have me, you ever met her? Me and Kate did Niagara at the corner. We did the corner of Niagara together. I saw an, I saw Corner's post yeah, yeah. with the picture. And it was really weird because, I don't know, it's one of those things where you share a stage with somebody and like being in the scene, you kind of know how those things happen. It's not, everyone thinks of like Coke as such this like dirty drug and whatever and it's like when you look at it though it's like it's really one of those things where it's what has been perpetuated by the scene like people like that's what people do and like that's kind of way people like talk to each other a lot of comedians are very closed off and are really anxious and have social anxiety and the most and that's what brings that out where people can feel like they're like cool with each other because like smoking a bunch of weed with a bunch of people that you're Put us deeper in our heads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you look at that and you're like, I see how it happens, and everyone thinks it's like everyone's doing blow all the time, and it's like, no, they're not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and when they are, someone's going in the bathroom. Like comedians, the, the way I witnessed it, and I'm not like a big like coke guy or anything. Like yeah. That. Like I've done it a couple times back in the day. At one point, like some years back, I was like, uh, it makes my lower back fucked, and it actually makes my anxiety. I'm like yeah. really anxious. Yeah. And everything almost makes my anxiety more, except yeah. for mushrooms, which I love. Mushrooms are great. And M, when when it's good M. When oh, it's, it's good best. M. When it's, when it's like- bad M, I want to kill myself the next day. <laughs> I know. I never realized it until I went to Cancun, bought M, bought shit M, and the next day, I was told the guys, I'm like, yo, I, I, I'm sick. Like, I got to stay in the room. Like, I was so depressed and sick. I'm like, I have food poisoning. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. And my other buddy goes, bro, I have the same. I, bro, that was the M, bro. That was the M. I'm like, he's like, it's not the food poisoning. 
I'm like, and and the years before that, I heard ba- like y- the come downs of M. Yeah. And I, I guess I had good stuff or whatever it is. But yeah. on Cancun, I was like, wow, this is the worst feeling. Like people could like, thank God I'm not already depressed. Because yeah. if I was depressed and then I had this thing, people would kill themselves, man. This people is wh- do. Like, All, people like, do. I was like, I had nothing. There was nothingness. I but, felt so sick. Yeah, but like people like kind of ripping on Kate being like, oh, like it's your fault and like go fuck yourself and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, you don't understand what's going on. And A, can you like have a little like compassion for the fact that like three of her friends are dead? That's a fucked up part. Imagine Waking you're all up. doing lines. Yeah. And three of are dead. Dead. Like we just found out Norm was dead. A guy I've never met. We know is a legend. Yeah. The three people with you in the room physically next to you, you were having a conversation with dead. Yeah. And everyone's like, that's what you get for putting stuff in your. Like, yeah. What if it was weed? Like, Why? That's, that's what I'm saying. What if it was weed? Like, and then if it was weed, then every that everyone would have been like, oh, God bless you. Oh, my God. Yeah. Get, right. Because everyone smokes weed, but not everyone does coke. Right. Yeah. Which is true. But there's a stigma around it, which I understand because these things can happen. But it's like. Comedians aren't accountants. They're not going to work nine to five and coming back and chilling and doing whatever. Like, like our night starts at f- fucking seven, seven, eight. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're out until like three. Then you're out like later on with people because you want to like you don't want the night to die because you want to like hang out with people because you're finally having a good time. You wake up, you're depressed all day, you're anxious, you're posting for like to make yourself feel better. You're sharing a couple of memes. Exactly. Like <laughs> you know <laughs> right? what I mean? You're, Get this digital yeah. serotonin. Yeah, you're like waiting for your likes and it's like it's a different world that people don't really get. Like you don't have to have a bar around you twenty four seven. It's the only profession where other than bartenders and servers where who are substances like drunks are, oftentimes. Yeah, yeah, substances are pushed yeah. on yeah. comedians. Absolutely. And it's like everyone makes it seem like it's comedian fault, comedian's fault. It's like, no, sometimes you don't get paid enough and people will pay you in extra drinks. Oh, I pay you in like time. drugs. And it, like, Yo, no like, pay, but uh, just go check with the coordinator. There's two drink tickets. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or like, oh, like, okay. I, I know that was a shit show, but like I got a bag of shrooms. Yeah. Always, like, that's uh, happened a lot recently, yeah. which I don't mind. Yeah, Shrooms, that's like a community thing, but like yeah. paying an alcohol happens all the time. It's all the time, and it's like, and then so many people are sober, and they're like, okay, so if I'm sober and I get these two drink tickets, yeah, I mean, it's just supposed to yeah, what? I mean, yeah. Like, what, what's going the on? The sponsor's covering that. It's really the budget, I mean. Yeah. Oh, sorry, you get these sunglasses. Just give them to someone, yeah, trade them. I don't know, like, yeah, yeah, now you have to give somebody your drink tickets, and you get what? There's no respect. I was saying on another podcast, I'm like, if you, for most spots in Toronto, if you get paid $20, you're like, okay. If yeah. you get paid $20, you're like, all right. Get off <laughs> you know that what shit. I mean? Get off that shit. I refuse to do that shit now. Yeah. Like, honestly, I used to I used to get paid in drink tickets. I used to give back more money than I got paid to be at bars. And now I'm just kind of like, yo, what, I'm do- what am I doing? Like, I passed that point. Thank God I was able to get past that point. Thank God I'm on a stage now where I'm making actual money in comedy. It's taken... Eight years, like yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. Like it took, like I oh, okay, I'll be honest, like six years. This pa- these past two couple of years, I've been making way more money than I've ever made in comedy. But it came at a price. You know what it I mean? It comes at that day, like it stacks on those years. Like we're drinking right now. Yeah, I mean, and why not? Fuck it, we're killing it. This is not to get paid for anything. This no, is just but a it's nice like, drink. I fell into a bunch of addictions for a big part of my comedy career because. That's just kind of like you can't control things. You can't control, and it's a classic narrative. It's like everyone gets to feel like they're black in America when you're a comedian, right? <laughs> like literally, you're right? Everyone gets to be like, "Oh, this is fucked up. 
why do I have this system that's gonna just keep holding me down? Like that's literally what it feels like in comedy sometimes. You're getting paid in drink tickets, you're Ubering around, you're taking, you're trying to hop on streetcars for free, you're doing a five minute spot here, a five minute spot there, going around, then somebody has a bag of shrooms or somebody has a bag of blow and you're like, well, yeah, I feel or, like I deserve this. Oh, uh, it's all this, like, or it'll be a bucket show. Yeah. And like, you gotta wait till the end if you wanna get paid off the bucket. It's like, you asked me to come do a spot. <laughs> Why can't you send me my cut? Yeah, Everyone is sending people their cut. Why do I gotta wait till the end? You know I have other spots other well. Bullshit. I know, I know. It's like I well, hate have to this wait. shit. So then you gotta wait for me to do my set then. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh yeah, it's a, yeah, 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 a bucket. You gotta wait till the end if you wanna get on the bucket. Or sometimes a lot of places they'll just pass the bucket and you never hear about it. Oh, the headliner gets. Oh, it's unpaid. It's like oh, that's dude. the worst when you just see like buckets being filled up with money. And you're like, you can't even toss me a ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, are you like, okay? All that bullshit, it's it, it's it's crazy. And what people don't understand is like I go to shows and I'm like, okay, today I'm not I have two shows tonight, both at bars. Yeah. All right. I'm driving. I'm leaving the house. I'm like, fuck. The last four days I have bought one or two drinks at a bar every night. Yeah. And now I'm spent ninety bucks as of today. As of, you know, four days into the week. Yeah. I'm like, I can't be buying drinks tonight. It's just gonna be water. Maybe I'll smoke a joint at some point with someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is how your thinking is. Then you get to the fucking first oh, place. Please, yeah. You find out you're later in the set. You arrived eight PM. You're gonna probably be getting up at nine, ten PM. The bartender goes, What are you having? Right? And then you're yeah. just like, Fuck, I'm gonna be here for an hour and ten minutes. Everybody here has a drink. Okay, I mean Let's get a beer. Fuck, you know, like it's the peer pressure of it all. Yeah, it's like okay, I'm gonna be sitting here just conversing, you know. I'm, uh, and then you got the nerves a little bit, and yeah. so that draws you to the alcohol more. Yeah, it's a cycle. It really is a cycle. I'm like really being like like yesterday. I did two shows. Yeah. And didn't buy a drink. And I'm driving back home. I'm like, that's yeah. yeah. I'm finally up. Yeah, look at me. I didn't buy a fucking drink. Two bars. I didn't buy a drink. That's rare for me. Where it's like, at least one of these bars, I'm going to get a drink. Because I feel awkward of just being there an hour. The business owner is like running the show for the specific reason of bar sales. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but like. So it's like, I get it. I get it. I'm an employee in this in this scenario. Yeah, you But I'm are. also sitting here for an hour and ten. And I don't mind a beer, right? But that's but what that they bank I, on. But I make spots. I do spots every night, essentially. Yeah. So it's like, you if you look at it a night-by-night night case, you're like, yeah, this isn't bad. But like, you're doing a spot every night. You can't be buying two drinks at a bar every night, six nights a week. What the fuck are you doing? And you can't afford you, that. You don't have CRB. You wonder, now you wonder how Purse Wine came about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There you go. Purse Wine was like started by like, I'm not fucking doing this. I'm going to bring... A bottle like a bottle like what we have right here, a bottle of water, empty that shit out, drink it first, right? You ready to start getting hydrated? Fill it up with wine. <laughs> drink it first. I love that. That's the key. That's the key. You drink that water first. Drink the water. Yeah. Please drink the water. Or else you're gonna you're gonna end up sleeping with a comedian. You yeah. don't even like You're like a madame at like a burlesque place. All right, girls, remember, drink the water. <laughs> drink the water, drink, drink the, the water, wine. ladies. Yeah. Yeah, drink the water, drink the wine, get fucked. You know yeah. what I mean? No. <laughs> Just kidding, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, uh, like, yeah, she does numbers. <laughs> Yeah, no, no you should see the numbers she posts. <laughs> yeah, Ivan You're would love to see with that old style ticker, like doing fucking stats and shit. Yeah, but like that's what you have, you have to kind of like find a way to supplement. Like if you're taking an Uber somewhere, then you're fucked. Like you can't have a drink. Then you have to like, it's just like a whole process. It's like if you go to your job and it's nine to five, no one's like, want a drink? Want to have a drink? Like they're, they're giving you pizza lunches and shit. They're like, you know what I mean? Like we chose this profession and it's like really heavily banked on us 
also spending money on the place at the places that we're doing our shows at. It's crazy. The only thing I, I will say is funny is at the same time, because it kind of is an art, people have like a leeway with you. Like I am see weddings and what. <laughs> I am to weddings all the time. This is essentially how I live. I, I know. And it's just funny because I remember just seeing your last video and I was like, that's so funny. But like mostly, they're Muslim weddings. So no alcohol. But when they're not, like Nigerian, white, whatever they are, and there are alcohol, and there is alcohol, it's always like, get a drink. You know what I mean? Like you're yeah. the MC, get a drink. Like yeah. you're celebrating with us tonight. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is sick for those, for those, you know, two drinks you have, and then that third what drink. What do you mean you, two? No, but then at one point you're just like, okay, I drove. I'm in Burlington right now. Let's keep that. <laughs> let's keep that in mind, and make no mistake that I drove here. Okay, you know. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I gotta give that fucking gap, and then I go. You know, and they're like, right. you're locked in until 10 or 11 for this fucking night. And you're sitting there like a dumbass for 99% of the night. Sitting there with the DJ like a dumbass every now and then. Hey, uh, can you just make an announcement uh, that they're going to be doing their first dance? Oh, hey, by the way, they're going to do a cake cutting thing. So just can you get, oh, yeah, yeah, I have a wireless mic. I click the button. It becomes green, which is means it's on. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, now make your way to the thing and this and blah, 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 and do this. Again, one more time at your own time. Make your way to the gentleman. But I have to sit there for another 45 minutes. Like, How did you get into this? This is like what you're doing. Like, how did you even start doing this? Tamara, I just put an ad on Kijiji. Shut up. I swear to God. No. <laughs> 100% of it comes from Kijiji. Are you? No. I swear to God. A couple of people have been at the wedding and been like, please do like my cousins. I'll line you up. But most of it is off either Kijiji or Gig Salad. Okay, Gig Salad I've heard is like actually pretty dope. Yeah. Um, but most of the times I book it on Gig Salad, I'm like, just email transfer me. Why are we giving these motherfuckers a cut? <laughs> right? Why are we giving them a cut? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're paying an amount. I'm getting less. Pay me that exact same amount. Let me have all of it. E-transfer it to me. But Gig Salad is like, you got to get paid through us if you want to be able to leave a, a review. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like that yeah. game of you got to do it through them a couple of times so reviews are left. Yeah, you have to like try it out. Just yeah. a little bit, like just so I have, so like, you know, like if you have any sort of freelance service and you have zero reviews, you're a fucking, you're like one of those wild cards. You're like, I don't want to hire this motherfucker. I don't know which way this is going to go. But right. if like three, four people are like, yeah, he showed up. He was awesome. Then people are like, oh, okay, yeah. this is a real human. Oh, because it's kind of like builds your profile. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, but I'm like, I'm not gonna go through. I'm a majority. I'm like, email transfer me this. Yeah, like, why? I have three reviews on there. That's all people need to know that I yeah. exist and I'm a human and I show up. Three times people said I'm the best. Exactly. Five stars. He transferred me the rest. He transferred me the rest. <laughs> That's it. That's what's up. And it's like, there's so many backlog of weddings. From right, COVID, yeah. that it's just like boom, 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 boom. So how many weddings would you say you're doing? Like Actually, I gotta call a fucking wedding planner. Like I forgot, I'm supposed to call her like right after this podcast. Honestly, if I do, if I do, uh, like how many am I doing? Like how many have you done? Like how many did you do last month? Because it's like I did a lot, like a record. No, like, are we October or September? We're September, still September. Yeah, between September and August, I've probably done six or seven. Jeez. Yeah, and I have one like next Sunday or something. So that's like rent on rent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's awesome because I haven't booked any commercials in six months. I'm only on the CRB. <laughs> so are you also an actor? Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck Man. yeah. Like I'm auditioning all the time. But I've done since my last booking, I've auditioned like fifty six times. I've had fifty six no's since my last booking. 
Dude, like that's the whole thing. I could show you every single one. I have a folder for like everyone. Hi, Abbas Wahab, reading for this. And then I fucking do it. <laughs> and I never hear from them again. I've been doing a lot of voice work recently, which has been nice. Because I, 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 I'm not an actor. Like I don't like to be on camera like that, which everyone thinks is so weird. But like I, I don't. Yeah, because you're killing it right now. You're like, hey, you're like, like literally chilling. leaning like so smooth. Like I just don't fuck around on camera. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yeah, you're killing it right now. Uh, I don't like. But acting. I know what you mean. Yeah, I know like, what you mean. I, I can have someone record my sets. I can do it like, but like my voice. I'm like, I can do a voice thing. I'm all about that. But to like go in and look someone in the eye and like have to forge a relationship and like feel it. It's like, nah, man. Like I can't do that. Yeah, I mean, I came to Canada when I was six, and I did my best acting possible every day to not feel like an immigrant uh, yeah. <laughs> so for you're, you're 20 years for 20 years until i was like fuck that shit i'm i'm sudani i'm like fucking arab is my first language i speak to my mom in arabic i'm a fucking immigrant you know you what speak i mean to your mom in arabic yeah oh yeah exclusively Still? no exclusively. oh yeah till now she doesn't speak english she speaks english but it's like why would you even why you ta- yeah, 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 yeah what are we doing yeah, yeah let's, <laughs> you know just, let's just talk the way we we want to talk yeah, yeah yeah exactly so i speak like I, I embraced that probably around 25, 26, right when I got into stand up, like 25. Yeah. That's when I started. But for decades, I was like watching movies and practicing how people say those things. Like, wow. So, like, I've been trying to, like, and I didn't realize it was helping me act. I'm like, I fucking act. I'm a good actor. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can picture that. Yeah, I'm sure. a good actor. Like, I don't book a lot because it's the scene's bullshit. And the they're scene looking is for, very intense. They're like, right we're now. looking for, yeah, more this. Uh, we're looking for, like, a darker, a light skinned guy or this guy or this yeah. fucking whatever, right? So you don't always book. It's not always merit. It's like a look because I do a lot of commercial stuff. But I know I'm a good actor and I don't mind. I'm fucking, I'm fine in front of camera. So I'm like, let me just MC, do some acting and. Comedy is picking up. I'm I'm going into year six. You're going to year six. I'm now. going next year's. This year is six your big year. This is my year yeah. five right now. So, so next six, I think, is everyone's big year. Yeah. I think that's when things like really like kind of start to turn around. Yeah, yeah, that and I'm already feeling it. Not money wise. You'll feel it money wise soon. But like spots and it is even money wise but yeah. by that i don't mean like the money i'm getting or yeah. i'm seeing i'm about to get is not is gonna maybe help me with half my rent yeah which is still money right but it's not like yo i can just do stand-up and i got my rent covered my car insurance my gas my food like no i got i need other fucking schemes to figure that shit out that's the thing with com- it's like right now i could live off of comedy but that's fucking beautiful but it's very that takes tight eight years it's, it's very tight you know what yeah. i mean in yeah, the yeah, sense yeah. where it's like you gotta minimize your budget yeah right i'm not gonna buy two glasses of wine at the bar yeah. i'm gonna drink a bottle of wine and then have one glass at the bar yeah you don't get high high speed internet yeah, you yeah. just get high speed internet. yeah you know what i mean it's like yeah, yeah. i'm not in every you room. can't get 15 gigabytes of data a month no. <laughs> well, i'm on that six well i'm no actually i, I have unlimited data but that's because i have an old school freedom mobile plan you see what i mean you gotta cut corners that's high level shit though that's shit you sold that shit i don't even know about that yeah like i got like you know but like it's just one of those things where it's like i could but I don't want to live in anxiety, like stressed, like where I'm like, what if I lose one gig or what if I get yeah, booked yeah, yeah, on yeah. what? Like, I so was, you got to have a buffer zone with some other yeah, shit. This which is, is the, how I ended up in having like four jobs. Like, yeah. Is it still not just the stats? It's other stuff? Yeah. Also teaching. So also like I teach grade 11 and 12 English and French, but I go by my real name at my teaching job because I don't need the parents looking me up. 
And then that's a good move. Yeah, right. You learn some years into it. It's like do not tell people you do stand up at all. No, I learned that right when I, I I had one year of overlap between corporate and stand up. Yeah, and I like held out for like two months. Yeah, before I told anyone I was doing open mics. You know what I mean? And, and then, when I did, oh, biggest mistake of my life. It's the worst. You never say. And people are like, why? I own it. It's like shut the fuck up. You don't get it. Yeah, you know it's what like I mean? my my. Hey, Avast, Avast. Hey, I heard you're doing sets. It's like, oh god. That's what happened. Like, I was like, my boss, my my boss, like that's uh, my teacher boss, like my school boss. She knows that I do um, stand up, but I'm like, listen. She tried to get me to do like MC prom. I was like, I don't do prom shit. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want me to open with an <laughs> anal fucking joke. tonight. <laughs> Who fucking tonight? Literally, chaperone. You got a hundred dollar bill? Put your hands up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, please stop doing that. Like, um, yeah. So love I, the energy, Tamara. Love uh, the energy. You're the also content. fired. It's the nature of what you said. Yeah. Stop telling 16 year olds to do anal. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I got to like, yeah, but I have, I've, I'm always someone that has like three jobs, four jobs, like doing a bunch of stuff. And I kind of just want to cut that down and only do things that I really, really love now. And football is one of those things that I really love and like teaching something that I mean, I'm really good at. I've taught my whole life. I was a professor when I was 23. Like I was living in China, working at a university. You know what? That's funny. You, you, me and you are like the, actually I know one other, but we're the like only black people I can be like, yo, remember China? Remember, yeah. remember yo, China? Remember China? <laughs> China was fire. China was sick. Like I, I want to go back. I know it's not going to be the you same. You feel like Bigfoot in China. You know what I mean? Like, But you're also just like eating full dinners for $1.50. Oh, fucking Szechuan style. Body, I love please. Szechuan style restaurants, you know? Oh. Like, get me that fire. You Ooh, know what I mean? And that's just little, like, like lamb, curry, oh, lamb cubes. So good. It's a lot of stuff in China you would think you would get in India, but like, yeah. fuck it. Fuck it. There's no limits here. It's China, baby. Like, yeah. I just get the fucking Chinese co workers to take me out. Like, I go to the like sign with a proper neon sign. Yeah. Like, that's when I go. But when they take me, it's like fucking flat. The yeah. sign, it's like oh. in a place. Everything is, there's no English side. There's no, obviously, there's nothing. Yeah. But then it's the best food, it's right? It's the best food. You have the best baijo. Like you got, I forget uh, even what Baijo is. Baijo, Baijo, like the fucking like white rice liquor. Oh that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, 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 that like old men would drink cups of. <laughs> What's for everywhere you go in the world? There's always old alcoholics drinking yeah. <laughs> a lot of whatever their thing is. But it's like it was like eighty percent or some shit, like sixty eight percent, something crazy like that. Baijo, I remember hearing that. It was like in the green bottle. It smelt and tasted like Is that licorice. the apple one? No, no, they got like that's a Korean style. Yeah, that, like twenty percent apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so That a goes one. down like a beer, and it's like twenty or fifteen or twenty percent. It's it's stupid. It's a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> body. Like that's what I mean. It's just like oh yeah, like I've. It's it's rough to go to a place like that and be like come back and not be like I love drinking. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, and they drink hard too. They drink hard. They drink a cigarette and a beer and a cigarette, and it's like God damn. You that's guys- their whole night. You guys go hard. Like, People drink and smoke way harder than in North America, and here we're the most strict on it. Don't drink a drive. Stop smoking. You know what buddy, I mean? You'll see someone drink a whole cup of like hard liquor and be like, "All right, see you guys." Taking tomorrow. the kids are in the car. Yeah, yeah. just gonna get her, probably head home. I'll probably come back. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're like, Jesus. what? Yeah, yeah. It's fucking wild. I, I, but the thing, the decisions we made got us to work in china as as black people which is a fucking pretty novel experience it's an interesting experience yeah i'm surprised my mom was like down for me to go would you have like a sheltering mom 
Uh, my mom was really, really strict until I was 16 and then let me do whatever I wanted to do. It was one of those things where she was like, I've given you all of the knowledge. Yes. Yeah. And then you can, she always, every time I leave, she's like, okay, you know, go out, have fun, be good. And if you can't be good, be careful. That's, uh, that's all she says every actually, time. Yeah. That's her saying. That's her slogan. Everyone loves it about my mom. Cause she's like, you're probably going to do stupid shit, but just try to be careful about it. I basically. love that. If you can't be good, be careful. Yeah. That's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> I know. Right? Your mom could get sick merch. That's I'll push it on this. Swipe I'll up. push it on the button. <laughs> yo, scroll down right now. Her mom's merch is on there. Yo, yo, if you can't be good, be careful. Mom. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know. Straight up, that's what she says all the time. She'll text it to me and shit. It's really cute because she knows she knows her daughter. She knows who she raised. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so when I went to China, she was just like, "You, the only thing I want you to do is call me every day." And I was like, "That's huge." But yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> every day, Jesus, every kind day, of a lot, mom. But it was good because I realized I'm in a foreign country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's like you, you, you love the ability to speak fluently in English. Yeah. Oh, mama, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. it's like a tap is opening, you know. Yeah. That's why if you ever go, and this is for Sudan too. Whenever I go to a place that doesn't speak English, the first person you meet that has good English, you fucking stick with them. That's your best friend. That's your best. My one cousin who could speak the best English. That was my best friend cousin. <laughs> you don't know. You know what I mean? The one coworker I had. At uh, at Suzhou, China, that I work with, that Ooh. spoke the best English. Yeah, that was my guy. Till this day, I look this guy up. It, the Taiwan guy, like oh, great the Taiwanese English. are great. Oh, they're like they just the, their English is almost like curriculum English. Yeah, he's like yeah, uh, he's like comedy. This is not common. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I'm like yo, my guy. No, like, not yeah, common. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, but I'm doing it, man. Fuck all this shit, bro. You still we want to keep doing trial runs all the time. He's like. I have a daughter. <laughs> you know that? <laughs> it's like real conversation. Yeah. That's a person you stick whoever has the best. Like I had a cousin in Sudan who all he did, he lives in Mecca, like where like the Kaaba is. Like, lives in like Mecca? Like in Saudi, like with the black Kaaba yeah. is. Like he lived there and he had the most like LimeWire, like Hollywood movies. Why? He had a huge, he had every movie ever. American Pie, like all of them. So his English was like you and I English. Yo, bro, no way. Like his English what? was like, it wasn't like, he wasn't like reading and writing yeah. perfect English. It was exact talking English. And I would just be like this with this guy. Just yeah. just so you can talk whatever language yeah. you talk. It's crazy. I feel like everyone should travel to somewhere that they are not born and live there for a bit. Like I feel like every person should do that. It makes you just a better person and it makes you so. realize a lot of things about yourself. Like when people are like I have to go find myself and they got, they get on their eat pray love or whatever. I'm like that's a real thing. Like I literally became a different person living in China for 3 years like for the better. Damn, you were there 3 years. I was there like a month. <laughs> what? Know? I was there like back and forth 2 yeah. weeks at a time like 3 times. And 3 years you lived in China. So you can do you still have any Mandarin? Yeah, so like I work at a private school, right? So yeah. my bots, like it's we have mainly. This is one of my jokes, but we have mainly kids from Tanzania and kids from China. Yeah, there's like no in between, which is very weird. Um, so yeah, I still I'm around Mandarin every day, so I try to like practice. They give us free Mandarin lessons, and your French is on point. Yeah, point. I teach French, so that's nice. That's wild. Um, but like it's you know it's grade grade six up to grade six French, so it's like. I'm not going to be like the most. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. but it's like, it's good to not lose it. Do you guys still do BBA fatigue? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Till this day, I will never forget BBA fatigue. Like, yeah. That, I remember when I was like, ah, 
Like this is like basic Ontario French learning fucking curriculum where BB is a person. Yeah. And like BB is tired. Yeah. Is BB a fatigue. And BBA this, BBA that. How's that? But when I heard BBA fatigue, because it was like a fucking rap. Yeah, BBA fatigue. We do this every time. BBA fatigue. What? Every time we get on this podcast, we actually have a full like musical interlude. Have you ever been to Paris, by the way? No. We just booked the trip. Shut up. How much was it? Like 500 bucks? 600. Okay, I need to go to Paris. 600 round trip. She got one of her flights fucked over right at the beginning of COVID. Yeah. So she had 600 bucks with Icelandic Air. Yeah. So we're like on Icelandic Air's air, air website being like, where can we fly? Because they, they only fly like six places. Yeah. Because it's like Icelandic Air. Uh, Paris, 600 bucks. She already has 600 credit. I dropped 600. I'm going for my birthday. Three weeks. When's your... What? Woo! When's your birthday? October 6th. I'm fucking excited. Never been. I've been to Paris as a connection for like 12 hours when I was young. We didn't even leave the airport. But uh, I'm excited to do the whole Eiffel Tower bullshit and tourism shit. But I'm like, fuck. You know what I've heard? I've heard that France or Parisians specifically are assholes to English speakers. That's what all my friends have gone. They've been like, bro, when you speak English, man. Yeah, well, that's... Parisians specifically, not the well, French Parisians. But they, they're assholes, I've heard, to even people who speak, like... <laughs> <laughs> I almost so, spit on the mouth. <laughs> to people who it's also like, speak, like, Quebecois French, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, oh, I ask Quebecois people. I'm like, are you, are you guys, like... They're not cool. Second citizen shit over there? Like, oh, yeah. Like, not, like, really? literally treated, but, like, their French is treated as a lesser French. Oh, yeah. It's like showing up to England with a Mississippi accent, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, well, because like in in Quebec, they like make up their own words. Like they're they're very similar but different. Like I yeah, I don't know, man. I want to go there. It sounds like it'd be dope. I, you think I don't want to have like a long ass baguette and a long cigarette? Yeah, and you especially with your fluent French. Yo, can, that, yeah, that'd be sick. Oh, fuck yeah. But I think I'm gonna go to Croatia before I go to France. Yeah, to France. What's the cap, what's the capital of Croatia again? I think it's Split. Split. It's always weird names. It's spelled, with it's spelled like split, but it's split. Yeah. Um. But you know, like my why bo- Croatia? Oh, because your boyfriend's Croatian. My right? boyfriend's my Croatian. girlfriend's Serbian. We're doing this fucking. She's Eastern Serbian. Europe. She's Serbian. They're the same shit, pretty no, much. Don't that, say that. Is that don't Yugoslavia? That. No, 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 don't say. Well, were they, was Croatia in Yugoslavia? Was it one of the ones that broke out? Yo. Croatians? If you're listening to this, my Cro- bad, dog. Yeah, yeah, his bad. <laughs> my bro. bad, bro. Because let me tell you, they do not like that. I, they do not like that. They are Eastern Europeans love beefing their neighbors. They love have like it. a huge issue with each love other. It. Like it's just crazy. Like they'll be like, "Oh, that guy's cool," but a little bit, but you know, for a Serb, like, and then they'll be like, "Oh, that guy's cool for a Croat," and like it's just very intense. I'm like, you guys both don't have salt and pepper, so I don't understand what the yeah, 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 is. right. Like, like that makes me that makes me laugh. How we we hate. The, we we everyone needs a fucking rival. We always hate people, right? America, Canada. Since we were kids, Rick yeah. Mercer is in America. Did you know that Canada's prime minister is a, a polar bear? Well, I didn't know it was a polar bear. Look at how and we're in class. Like, look at how stupid Americans are. Yeah. Like all that fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's the same over there. Like, I work with a Romanian in Detroit. He's like, I can never trust the Hungarian. Like, okay, what is my going my on? girlfriend's dad, Serbian as fuck. 
He goes, he's always asking her about her one Albanian friend. He's like, watch out for that Albanian. So like, what is it with all these? They're right next to each other. They're right next to each don't other. Don't trust each other. Trust issues like Drake albums. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, Drake album. Yeah, tr- yeah Drake. Trust issues like, like Drake, Drake album. Like yeah. CLB. Trust Literally, issues. Like, trust issues. What, what was that? Oh, we're going we're going into CLB Donda? We we are. We, okay, perfect. This seems like a, a uh, appropriate wrapping up topic. CLB Donda. What do you think? I'm mad at Drake. Like, I'm mad at him for this. I'm mad at him for doing this to us. How is he going to have one track that's good? And what was that track? The first track. Okay. The one where you're like, yo, this album's going to be yeah, crazy. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. listening to that. I'm like, this is it. This is the yeah, album. Yeah. Where he, he gave a crazy, he gave an ugly cover because the album is so sick. Yeah. That's why I saw it. Look, the cover's so ugly. The album's going to be crazy. I couldn't believe it. I was like, okay, who's the marketing team here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But I was like, okay, you know what I mean? And then I listened to it, and I just was so it's mad. It's more of the same. But he said nothing was the same. But it wasn't that nothing was the same. Wasn't that an album like eight years ago or a mixtape? That sounds exactly like this album. I just, this album was trash. I feel like it just, there's no, I feel like Drake just gets to put out whatever, which shit he wants. It was number one. It broke every record. But how? But that's 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 the problem. When like, you will break every record regardless. That's what I mean. Like, what what about your music? Are we going to talk about it ever? Like, because let's be real, Don does a better album. It is. And at the beginning, I, I said I said CLB. And a lot, everyone pretty much around me was like Donda. My girl was like Donda. And, and eventually. Then he, and then Drake was like, Don, well, no, Kanye was like Donda, 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 Donda. And then it was Donda, Donda, Donda. <laughs> I kept listening to track one, Donda, Donda, yeah. Donda. But seriously, though, like, you know, you go to Rap Caviar. Yeah. Like on Spotify. Yeah. And you'll listen to those tracks and they're fucking, they'll make you go like this, but you'll never search that track. And if you come by it again in a year, you're like, oh, I was fucking hitting that. That's CLB. Yeah. It's full of that type of track where yeah. you're, I'm bumping it right now. TSU, fucking, uh, what's it called? Um, Way too sexy or all that Come on. shit. What's with the too sexy song? It's so bad. It's for the it's for it's for a fun music video and for the radio. Of course. Like it's all for mass commercial success. But right? it's so bad. Like I'm but not I'm mad about it. I get, off the top, I, I was like, oh Donda, at least he Aldanda, he's ex- be doing some experimental shit. When I'm like, oh fuck, this is crazy. Donda, Donda, Donda. I'm like, yeah. man, this guy's on some next shit. And I was like, I didn't vibe with it. And then now it's like New again, remote control, remote control jail, jail, new so moon good. or whatever it's called, jail part two. Yeah, I'm like yo, new but moon he off I'm, the grid. Yeah, like that off the grid was the rap caviar track. Yo, that one went right up with like uh, takeaway or whatever it's called with Travis Scott and CLB. But like, but I'm just like, it's but it is people are right. It is a more coherent package of like this is an album. Yeah, CLB is just like that's Drake is just like 21 tracks. You know, there you go. Yeah. Each one is like. Another one, a lot of them are like, I just told her, call me, but she wouldn't call back. And I thought, <laughs> and fuck it, I looked at my phone, 100,000 other ones. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just look around, choose the one I want the most. You know what I mean? Just like, like and then, yeah, yeah. And when it drops, you're like, oh, shit. You're like, the one I want the most. You're the one I want the most. Block that bitch. Block that bitch. Like Exactly, exactly. And But then very quickly, I'm just like not. I don't want to play it because it's just kind of like it feels when Gucci Man drops a track. I'm like, oh, when Migos drops a track. Oh, yeah. But it's like hang time. 
is so shitty compared to this Donda shit, which yeah. grows on you and like Kanye shit in general. Like, why can't we have a track like Graduation? You know what I mean? Yeah. Why or like can't a track we? like uh, Late Registration. Like, a lot of these tracks only seem to be doable by like early artists. Yeah. Because it's a solid piece of good music. But once they get past that, it's like. Exper- Kanye's on that experimental shit, and I know you're fucking like a Kanye guru. I love Kanye so yeah. much. Like, what is where does that stem from? That deep love of Kanye West. I just love that he's just such. He's so much like me in the fact that he just doesn't give a fuck. Like, he's just a a narcissist, but insecure, but like won't take shit from from anybody, but will take shit from one person, but like will always be the best at what he does and doesn't settle for anything less than that, and like he won't do shit that he doesn't mean. Whereas Drake does shit he doesn't mean all the time. Drake does shit he doesn't care about all the time. When he put out that, what was that fucking song where he made, like that song he made for TikTok with the with the dance moves? Right. And left foot slide, <laughs> right foot slide. Either way I know, either way we about to slide. <laughs> the Tootsie slide. Yeah, like, what slide. the fuck yeah. is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, when you know immediately that it is a, a strategy thing. Or even when he put that one where it's like, Habibi, la, he speaks a little Arabic. I was like, yo, that's just a six second and it wrecked yeah. TikTok. Yeah. The second it dropped. Habibi, something ahla, like when he yeah. speaks Arabic. Yeah, you're just like, be, uh, Habibi, akid, ana, something ahla. I was like, oh, that's it. This is about to take over. And it took over TikTok. He just, he's doing that thing. Like I'm saying, Drake knows the equation. Yeah. And he's just creating, like he's maximizing the equation for commercial success. Right. Whereas like Kanye apparently is still trying to make a thing. Like he's like in a fucking dark room trying to be like, well, Kanye is still an artist. Like he still is. Like this is art. Like you can also decipher things. It doesn't have to be like so digestible for you. Like it doesn't have to be about TikTok and Instagram. Like maybe a song about your real feelings. Like I don't know. And all of it was about like Kim and stuff. Like my ex, you'll never be my ex though. Yeah. Or like all that stuff was yeah. like Kim, right? Yeah. Kim and his mom, and it's just like deep and meaningful. And Drake, I'm just like, yo, what have you been doing this whole time? Like why? I find that Drake has too many albums. Where half the songs are trash. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why he puts a lot of tracks on the yeah. album to begin with. And I'm like, I want every song to be good. I, I'm, I'll give you like two or three where I'm like, what the fuck is this? But And then like six of them will be Soka kind of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm still from Toronto. Here's my Jamaican, Dominican yeah. thing. And I'm like, you were like. But you were just doing the Miami thing four years ago. I, that's what I I'm mean. I'm in Miami, DJ Khaled, everyone in my track. And then it was just like the whole like UK flex. And then it's he like just, Arabic. Yeah. 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 The well, Galchester shit. And we're running back. Yo, yeah. tell him, Grimes. Yeah. And you're like. <laughs> man's <laughs> running up. And then they do the lot of audio at the end of the track. Yo, man's was running up. We slammed him still. <laughs> man's cut back. He was a road man. He fucking. Yeah. This is like, oh, it's a road thing. You think it's like, <laughs> yeah. and you're like Drake. Wow, please. Drake is really involved with that scene. Yeah. He knows that. He hangs out with those guys. Well, I, I see him like on, on, you know, YouTube, Fire in the Booth in the UK. And I'm like, this guy doesn't have Fire in the Booth. Like, what's going on right now? <laughs> like, like, it's a mailed-in verse or whatever? Like, it's just like, I don't know, man. I just, I get it. You're trying to, like, you know, work with every single thing and be popular everywhere. But your music is suffering. It's trash now. Like, yeah. How, how hard do you want 40 to work? I know, dude. <laughs> I know. 40's tra- uh, uh, production is still on point. Yeah. Though. 40's, like, literally, like, out there just like, please, Drake, please. <laughs> Can you get some lyrics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm running. <laughs> Got a. I'm low on gas. High on this. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like yeah. 
and then just like throwing out random streets in Toronto that nobody will know about because no one's ever been here. I'd be like, out in Etobicoke. Yeah, 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 right. Out with my Etobicoke hoes. <laughs> now I'm going to hit Burlington. I'm like, these people are in fucking LA. They don't give a fuck yeah, about this right? shit. Oakwood, I haven't seen clip. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. That's us. Oh, shit. Yo, he's still repping for us in Toronto. <laughs> yeah. He said Oakwood. Like, yeah, like throwing, like, you know, like, that's what I said the other day. I was just talking about Kennedy. Like, you put Kennedy on a fucking track, like, Kennedy Road, Scarborough. Like, are you okay? The Delta Hotel? Like, it's weird. Drake is getting to that point of, like, he's like, give a fuck. Where it's like, oh, he's already been there for a while, but it's also getting <laughs> to the point where it's like, soon you're going to be like 40 year old yeah. hip hop single craze, like, yeah. heartthrob. Like, how long can that thing go? You know what I mean? Like, and, and like, sure, you can make it long, uh, last as long as possible, but it's also like, when's the next thing? Like, that's the thing. That's why Kanye evolved past him. Yeah. Because he had, he did the family thing. Yeah. And even though it went south, yeah. at least he did the family thing, right? Right. Jake's like, I'm just going to keep just yeah. going Certified on tour, fucking these bitches, yeah. and just like, I don't know when this shit wraps up. We'll see when it wraps But it's like the same album, like, Views, the playlist he dropped Views with Chicago Freestyle. Like, what was the last dope, dope Drake album? I would say if you're reading this, it's too late. Oh, with Jungle in it. Yeah. And, uh, and like. I'm selling wallets here. Selling wallet, wallet, wallet. And like Preach, like with Party Next Door. I Back was when you running put, through the. Oh, I was running through, through the, the streets, streets with my woes. Oh. You know how that should go. Yeah, that was that. Yeah. That was the track. That was like the. That took over. Yeah. That took over. That's when I was in London and we were like, yo, Toronto. Like, yeah, that's. Yo, Canada. That like brought Canada. Running through the six. Oh, when he yeah. was saying six. Yeah. Now he doesn't even say six anymore. No. Now he's world, world God here. <laughs> world. <laughs> in Monaco, doing World God shit. But on Oakwood Drive too. Oh shit, Oakwood! <laughs> Literally, yeah. So Drake, if you're listening to this, <laughs> yeah, Drake, if you're reading this, it's too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking perfect. I love that. <laughs> yo, yo, Tamara, please look into yes. the camera. Tell these people where to find you. All right, so you can find me on Instagram at Tmair T E E M A I R. That's linked up to my link tree. So you'll be able to see every show that I'm doing. I got mad shows coming up in September and October. Same thing on Twitter at Team Air. And then that way you can find everything that I'm doing. Check out the Sunday Best Comedy Podcast. It's my podcast about Kanye. Comes out every other Sunday. And we give advice from Kanye. And, you know, I just big him up and, and hope that he follows me. So I told you she doesn't fuck around with Kanye. Yeah. I'm about to do this podcast soon. Yeah. Uh, real quick, because this episode will drop next Tuesday. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win the selection? Just put it out there, because then it'll, it'll it'll be decided by then. It will. Be, I don't follow it politics. Will, it'll like be that. liberals again. Yeah. People so don't like O'Toole, change. or you think it'll? Oh, Trudeau again. Yeah, Trudeau. I think will. O'Toole's conservative, right? Yeah, and then and NDP's Jagmeet. Jagmeet, I, I, you know what? I, NDP never wins. They right? don't win because it's just like so unrealistic <laughs> yeah. of all the things that they want to do. It's like, yeah, I, you know what I mean? They're like every person will have six unicorns and nine million dollars. I'm like, yeah. okay, they won't. Though. And bridges everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Bridges everywhere. I'm just like, I feel like people are just like scared. They don't really want change. They just want, they're like, if you say you're going to do this Trudeau, Trudeau's garbage though at his job, but. You're right. People don't like change. Yeah, just fucking mail it in. Yeah. I don't need to meet a new guy in his family. (laughs) They're like. But that's good. I love that. When this episode drops, we'll know. Who knows? Maybe Trudeau actually sounds right. I think I'll vote Jagmeet just to see an upset. Who knows? Just to see some next shit. But you're probably right. It'll be Trudeau. But. 
Anywho, all that stuff she just said will be in the description. Uh, do you got a show coming up real soon next week, like a big show, or just, just go uh, to your link tree? Yeah, next Friday. Oh, I'm doing a private show uh, next. So not that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. Look anyway, up, look go at her link tree. tree scroll so down, many. click that. She's running shows and be on shows all over Toronto, so you can check out tomorrow. From my end, support the show directly at patreon.com slash the immigrant section. Get the full on-street interviews and solo episodes, all that. Please support. Check that out. And uh, if you haven't already, smash that subscribe button. Do it. Tamara, this has been a fucking pleasure. Get me on your shit. Yeah, he's going to be on the next episode, so you guys, you know, back-to-back podcasts. Ooh, that's how to do it. Until next time, y'all have been great. Peace. Bye. Bye. Thank you.